to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. What's that? Well, I don't um, talk into a microphone because I've got nothing to look at except the back of your thing. Okay, we'll get you something to look at. That's all right. Actually, I've got that holder that holds a tablet. Maybe I should put my tablet in there. Hello and welcome to the Chris and Sam podcast. Boom! We're into episode 71. How's 71. it going, Chris? 71. Hi, I'm Chris. How's it going? Uh, yeah, good, good. It's been a really busy week. We're doing this again in a fairly early morning. Not early, early, but fairly early this early, morning. Early for us. It's, <laughs> it's early for him. I've been getting up, uh, yeah, six, five. Five thirty, six o'clock every morning this week. Anyway, with my non-work work. Your non-work work. Uh, <laughs> you've been in the city of sales, the city of dreams. Oh, talk about the city of sales. I've got to quickly mention the biggest um, deal that I've I've come across forever. Like it blew my mind. There were, I was walking down by the marina because I was at the uh, the conference center. Was at the um, ASB um, event center in the viaduct. Oh right, okay. Winyard Quarter. And so in lunchtime the first day, I, I went for a walk. And I walked down to the end, and I'm like still quite a way away from this yacht. Um, and it is the biggest thing I have ever seen. And I just could not get over it. There was actually a crane, and I'm guessing the crane is four stories or something. Yeah. And it was, uh, no, it would be taller than that, um, six stories, eight stories. And it was closer to me. Than the yacht and the yacht's mast towered above it. Yeah, it was a giant super yacht. Yeah, and um, so, and when I say yacht, I mean with a mast. That's what blew me away, you know. And then I looked, and on the back of it is a seaplane. There's a plane on the back of the yacht. I took a photo, uh, snapped it, and I um, took a photo snap, and then I put the snap on our Chris and Sam uh, Facebook page. So yeah, check it out. It looks a bit crazy. I really want to know if they can deploy the plane themselves. I assume they can. Yeah, I, I think they just push it off the back. It'll be a seaplane, right? Yeah, you push it off the back, and then it I takes the, off off the water. I reckon the platform comes down and lowers it in the water. Um, there was something. Possibly, if you got a like, if you didn't have that as a feature, and you've just spent. I don't know how many millions on this boat. That's a bit of a design flaw. Imagine that. Here's your boat. Here's your seaplane. Cool. How do we get it off? Oh. I um, never thought of that. Yeah. No, that wasn't in the design spec. Yeah. But yeah, it just it just blows my mind. So if you go to the Chris and Sam uh, Facebook page and scroll through, you'll see that photo because I've written on it with my finger on my phone. This is a plane. Yeah. Uh, something like that. Um it just uh, unbelievable. Sorry to hijack the show straight off out of the gate like that, but you just reminded me when you said City of Sales. That's like, right. That- imagine the size of the sails. They probably don't land the plane. They probably put the sails up and catch it as it goes past. Yeah, it's probably some weird <laughs> technique going on. Anyway, moving on. So you've been in Auckland. Uh-huh. And you've been at the... Content Marketing That's what Summit. it's called. You've mentioned it multiple times. In the past, leading up to it, how was it? Uh, it was good. It was good. Um, so uh, I, the first day was pretty cool. I got because I didn't present the first day. Um, it was good because I got a feel for every you know what what it was like and all that. And I wasn't a total idiot. I knew a lot of what was going on. Um, maybe not to uh, a depth, but I I got it. So yeah. so yeah. So I felt pretty comfortable there. Um, and then. <laughs> 
Then I had my presentation on day two, uh, embarrassing myself on stage. On purpose or on just purpose, in general? On purpose. It was on purpose. I told a story about, and it may have been a story I've told here before, I'm pretty sure. Um, here I don't mind making a fool of myself, but there, meh. Anyway, uh, it was a story about me jumping off a moving vehicle cause to play a joke on somebody and it sort of backfires because move, jumping off a moving vehicle is not a good idea when, when you're sober, let alone when you're really, really, really drunk. So... Oh, good times. Yeah, so I ended up in court for that one. Um, so, yeah, so I had to explain all that. But that went down pretty well. I got some feedback, actually, the next day, and I, I, I took a little too long over my story, so I told a couple of stories, and they said they should have shortened the stories down quite a bit. So that's... What do they know? That's a fair call. No, it's a fair call. I've got a, I'm going to do more of this speaking stuff. I want to do more of the speaking stuff, so I need to take in this feedback and use it and become better. So, so do cool. you get feedback from the conference people? I, I think I will. Um, there's a uh, what do you call it? Uh, questionnaire that goes out to them this week. Uh, oh, okay, email, yeah. They get an email and fill it in, see what they think and uh, hopefully I'll get some feedback from that. But the workshop yesterday had four people in. Half day workshop on using emotion uh, it went down pretty well. I was a little worried about using Kaizo Trap as the uh, f- main focus. Kaizo Trap? That's the uh, animated Japanese. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it was one person in the room that was just not a gamer that was just like, um, no. Uh, when it came to the point of yes or no, why didn't she just leave? And and it's funny, all the girls in the room thought the guy was an asshole. Oh, wow. Because he, and thought he didn't like her and stuff. And I was like, I got the totally opposite uh, feeling from that film. So that was interesting. But yeah, so that went, well, I got really good feedback from those guys. And may have a a line on a bit of work or a job or or something from from their conference as well. So that's all good stuff. Very good stuff if we get paid. Um, So yeah. Oh, good stuff. So that was my uh, week there. You also... Well, we'll bring it up because I didn't have I didn't do much this week, so we'll focus on you. Uh, <laughs> you've been at Tropfest. Um, be, oh yeah, went to Tropfest. So uh, it was the last Tropfest in New Plymouth. Can we have a moment of silence? Because damn, um, no, I've I've really enjoyed uh, Tropfest uh, over the last few years. We've gone the last couple of years. You came last year with us. And, um, yeah, so th- that's been really good. This year, <laughs> actually, the wor- weather has been getting steadily worse every year. The first year it was warm. S- last year it was windy. This year it was pouring down. Yeah, it, it didn't just, look like much fun. It just bucketed down. I was a bit prepared. I had my little uh, picnic basket with a couple of bottles of wine, cheese crackers, all that sort of thing. You hunted and down half, some ponchos? And half a dozen ponchos, yeah, emergency ponchos because, you know, and so uh, uh, Sash and um, and Mary and Ben and a couple that I was never introduced to was there, and um, they didn't have uh, ponchos, or the couple had raincoats because they're obviously smarter. And so I gave them ponchos, and I gave some random chick a poncho. Um, yeah, so that was cool. Uh, those guys didn't stay very long, though. They um, didn't make it to halfway, and they took off home back to Hamilton. Um, I was very impressed with um, Alan's 
film. So I caught up with Alan George earlier on. He came third with his film London. We're going to have a link to that in the show notes, right? Yep. Yep. Uh, London's really cool. I Yeah. That's the only one I've seen so far. I really liked it. it yeah, because cool. you, you watched it online. Yeah. So it was really, really cool. It was a little annoying for me. My, my seat was because they had tents over the VIPs in the front. So my seat sort of cut out a corner of the the screen. Yeah. So I, for that one particularly, I walked down and stood down where I could get the full view. And I did that for uh, Floris's one as well. Um, but still, it's, yeah, it was wet and miserable. It's not the ideal movie watching uh, conditions, really. But uh, yeah, no, it was good. Um, so I like that. Floris, it was actually three in the final, um, three in the three Hamilton films, I should say. In the final, so I was really impressed with that. Still a little annoyed ours didn't make it, but um, Floris did uh, Natalia Rising, so check that out. It's a very um, iconic style film, um, and I, I think it was really good. I think there were a couple of points that didn't quite gel right, but the overall idea, as I said, as we said last week, his uh, execution is excellent. His technical execution is excellent. So that was really good. Um, and, yeah, there was another one, the gumboot thrower that, that was in the finals. That's was pretty, Hamilton that pretty much, that's the sum of it, isn't it? Yeah, but gumboot I... Gumboot thrower? Yeah, well, that's the sum of it. I, I don't know. I think Lazy Sunday might have beaten that out. I showed my mum Lazy Sunday yesterday, so that's cool. I saw mum. She looks really old. Yeah, you said that. That's what happens when people, uh, you know, age. Yeah, no, it uh, took me by surprise a little bit. But if you haven't seen him for a while. Yeah, I haven't seen him for a couple of years. So, um, yeah, well, that's cool. So I can tick that off my list for this year. Seen mum, done that, been there, done it. Um, and, oh, what else? That's pretty much Tropfest, really. Um, Tropfest in a nutshell. Yeah, well, hopefully. We're actually talking to a councillor now about putting it, bringing it to Hamilton. Ooh. Yeah, so we'll see what happens with that. Yeah. Interesting. Yay. And and the reason we're doing this early again is because this morning I'm on my way to Wellington for TEDx Wellington. No one announces it like that apart from Chris. And uh-huh. um, actually, you, sh- you should do that every time you mention it today. <laughs> from now on. TEDx Wellington. Yeah. See how long it takes for someone to ask, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm going to say one time. I, I, I bet there's an actual rule in the, in the TED handbook that says, you're not allowed to say TEDx Wellington. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll stop giggling now. Okay, so so that's that's my week. Excellent. I much. um I got another blood test and uh, yep. got told I've basically got the vein of champions. Um, a what? That the vein in my arm is amazing. Uh, but I already knew this. I get told this a lot. Oh, so right. when they make you squeeze something, my vein just pops out. And uh, this time, the woman says, "Oh, you've got an amazing vein." If your vein was a movie, st- uh, if your what was it? If your <laughs> vein was a movie star, it'd be the top of Hollywood. <laughs> I'm just picturing a little Leonardo da Vinci on your arm now. <laughs> Leonardo da Vinci, what's he up to? Well, I don't know. He just won an Oscar, didn't he? It's probably not enough Leonardo da Vinci did, but maybe oh, no, he, maybe <laughs> for fuck's sake. Oh, me. you far out. Um, yeah, so <laughs> my claim to fame is uh, Great Veins. So that's good. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're, I know, da Vinci. It's too early. I, I need know. more coffee. I 
So that was good. What was I going to say? Oh, I accidentally averted my eyes as I walked through the lounge to your favorite TV show the other day, Story. Uh, okay. Yeah, and I was just like, because I heard Guinness World Record, and I was like, uh, what are they doing? I saw something with Did that. you see it? I saw the ad for it. I didn't Oh, there was an ad it. for it. I didn't even know that. I yeah. know, yeah. They were talking about uh, what yeah. was coming up or something. So they wanted to get the lou- world's loudest apple crunch, is what it was. So they can't just have anyone. So they've got to bring in Art Green, the Bachelor dude from last year. And so the reason they bring in Art Green was because he was last year's Bachelor dude, and the Bachelor's just about to launch. <coughs> and so that's all it is is a Bachelor um, promo. It is, but he's like, got the world record now. Right, did it? So it happened, did it? Well, I I, I assume they they must have pre done it a couple of times because in the clip, they're in a room which apparently, because I said to our flatmate, I said, it seemed like a weird room. She goes, no, it was a soundproof room. And I was like, really? It looked like a it looked like a really big room with just some microphones in it. It didn't look. I thought he'd be in like a booth by himself. Yeah, yeah, is what I thought. Anyway, he took this massive bite. And then the Guinness chick just goes, the world record is was 73 decibels or something. Your one came in at 79. It's a new world record. And then she went and gave him the plaque. She'd already had it framed. And I was like, no, nah, they must have done it earlier. And he just redid it. And then they spoke to the guy and the guy was like, the, the Apple guy, they said, why does it? Why is it so crunchy? And he says, oh, it's due to genetic breeding and the crystals formed within the shell of the apple and... When you bite on it, they all shatter, and it just makes this amazing crunch. And it's been in development for, I don't know, four years or something. So it shouldn't really be Art Green getting the award. It should be this guy that spent four years developing the apple that allows the big You'd crunch. You'd think so, eh? Yeah, no. Oh, I don't know no, how it works. No. I'd like to see the actual wording of that certificate. Mm. Sorry, got to have a sip of coffee there. You do, you do. Um, so um, what else have we got here? I... Oh, I <laughs> My uncle's uh, an amusing chat, and now it that sounds he, like it, <laughs> he's going to check out this podcast. So I got to be careful what I got to say now. All right, uh, yeah. Well, he's up to a bit of interesting stuff. I was telling um, uh, Sam last night because I wasn't going to share it on the on the website on the, on the podcast at all. But um, one thing he did say is, "Oh, here's a bit of trivia for you." And I thought this is, this is sort of trivia that that Sam will like. Here's a bit of trivia for you. Do you know who um, Keanu Reeves' um, babysitter was when he was a kid? Like a little kid? No, not off the top of my head. Alice Cooper. Oh, real? <laughs> That's pretty cool. Is that? He's like, oh, Alice, I bet she's a really nice little girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But how weird is that? That's just so random. Anyway. Um, yeah, Keanu Reeves, interesting fella. Uh, lost his wife, lost his girlfriend and sister within 18 months of each other. They both died. Oh wow! And he's um he set up a trust not in his name, donated millions to whatever the cancer researchers that killed his sister. Nicest guy in the world. There's so many amazing stories that um yeah. Oh yeah, because um we lost a cricketer, some dude today uh, this week, um, we today, yesterday, or whatever. Martin Crow. Martin Crow. Oh yeah, and I have um I did actually go to the base and watch him play when he was in the eighties or something. Yeah. Um, but I'm not a cricket fan. I really dislike cricket, but um. This, uh, yesterday, the day before, um, we also lost an uh, old colleague of mine, um, Kerry Callanan, who played cricket with the local guys. So Adam um, Adam McFall played cricket with him. 
So that's really sad. He wasn't that old. He's a little bit older than me and um, had a couple of kids and stuff. So, yeah, sorry to hear that. And um, condolences to the family. Talking about a couple of kids, you've got something here where some dude had 1,300 kids. Is that right? DNA test prove retired postman. Oh, yeah, there. I assume you put that on there. I did. I did. Because I didn't know what that story's about. Can I even open that in a link? No, because I put it in the title. Yes, you did. Sandwich hour around here, but it's okay. I will pad a little bit. What's the tech paper in Auckland? Do I want to know? Hang on. Or is that supposed to be paper? Uh Uh-oh, Chris. Oh, yeah, okay. All right, I thought you'd put that in, but now I know what it is. Okay, I'll talk about the tech paper and you... (laughs) You look at the other thing. So, no, there's this guy in Auckland. He, he got done the other day. or or the No, actually, I don't think they caught him. They're looking for him. And it's been happening a bit because pe- it's been so hot and muggy. Yes. People have been sleeping with the windows open and no clothes on. Oh, and okay. And what they've been finding is an arm coming up through the window with a cell phone recording. Ooh. <laughs> and so this guy's been just, what a knob. So, uh, yeah, so that's the tech paper. And I'm like, well, he'd do better if he got a GoPro with a selfie stick and a Wi-Fi backpack so that it could look at his um, at his phone while he was doing it. Then he could aim because apparently he's not aiming very well because the chick came over and smacked his arm. <laughs> she saw it, ran over to it, smacked his arm, and she's got the phone. She handed the phone over to the police. The police are tracing it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, tech Tech paper. Oh, I found I found the link to your story. So, uh, an 87 year old former postman from Nashville, Tennessee, is the father of 1,300 kids. He uh, he said he did a very good Johnny Cash impersonation, and <laughs> yeah. some even thought he was Johnny Cash for real. Or they fooled themselves into thinking it. And it's the results of a 15 year investigation. So, according to the DNA records. Um, and there may be many, many more, but they've confirmed 1,300 children he's fathered. They're not obviously telling anyone because it may break up families. Yeah. I was born in the wrong era. <laughs> no, it's funny because somebody goes near the end. I, I don't know if it was the end of the story or in the comments below. They were like, yeah, but they must have had time to fill back then. Posties today... You know, they haven't even got five minutes. There's nothing going to be happening there. Talking about posties, um, DX Mail, who are... Yep. Uh, Competition to NZ Post. Yeah, yeah. And um, they do. They have some government contracts and they deliver stuff here randomly if people use them. And the, their posties are on their little motorbike things, little Hondas. Uh, they were all travelling in convoy yesterday. Oh, and what? I, and I don't know why. They they were up the road here. There was um twenty of them on their little bikes, all driving in convoy. So I don't were either. They maybe in it was protest of some. It was either a protest or someone had died, I think. But they I didn't think seem it would be sort of a bit. I don't know, odd but if somebody died, well, I don't know. I don't want to be remembered by a bunch of people that everyone's going to laugh at. You know. Yeah. No. It seems strange. Uh, I just passed because I passed the first ones, and I was like, oh, there's like ten of them, and then the rest were turning up the top here to come down. So interesting. Um, I don't know if there'll be a story in the paper about that. I might keep an eye out. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Yeah, I ended up listening to a lot of podcasts. Well, not a lot. A, f- a few podcasts um, while I was away. Um, so I have to <laughs> I have to do a shout out to my, 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 Kiwi Life. 
because their freaking song is stuck in my head so much oh, at the moment. It's a little uh, earworm. But that's cool. No, so good on you, Will. Things are, it sounds pretty good. I, I was actually listening to a lot of the older ones. I haven't because I haven't caught up because I've been slack. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it was pretty good. So if you haven't listened to my Kiwi Life, go and check that out. It's it's um it's good. Um, you can't take too much of it too in in one go though. You have to switch it up with a little bit of light-hearted stuff because they get a little bit deep and. Is it too much depressing. for you? They get too. <laughs> they get too deep for Chris. He's not a bit too deep. It's just like yeah, okay, I had enough of that. Um, but they, I mean that's the same with most podcasts. Like some like Photo and the Kid is funny and silly. I can't take too much of that either. You got to mix it up. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Yeah. so. Okay. That's why we're only half an hour, so we we don't really, really upset you. <laughs> I see you've put a Banksy quote in here. You must have liked that. I um or, I wanted to uh, or is it read just it one? out. I thought it was pretty good. There's a little bit of swearing, which I will uh, censor. Excellent. Banksy on advertising. People are taking the piss out of you every day. They butt into your life, take a cheap shot at you, and then disappear. They leer at you from tall buildings and make you feel small. They make flippant comments from buses that imply you're not sexy enough and that all the fun is happening somewhere else. They're on TV making your girlfriend feel inadequate. They have access to the most sophisticated technology the world has ever seen and they bully you with it. They are the advertisers and they are laughing at you. You, however, are forbidden to touch them. Trademarks, intellectual property rights and copyright law means advertisers can say what they like wherever they like, with total impunity. Screw that. Any advert in a public space that gives you no choice whether you see it or not is yours. It's yours to take, to rearrange and reuse. You can do whatever you like with it. Asking for permission is like asking to keep a rock someone just threw at your head. You owe the companies nothing, less than nothing. You especially don't owe them any courtesy. They owe you. They have rearranged the world to put themselves in front of you. They never ask for your permission. Don't even start asking for theirs. Let the revolution begin. Very good. I like that. I thought I thought that was an interesting. Um, um, yeah, I, I thought that was an interesting idea. I never really thought of it in those terms, but when he writes it in those terms, you go, yeah, yeah, I can see that. Buggers. Anyway. <laughs> I just thought I, I just thought I'd throw that in there. So, um, how are you going on Snapchat? Uh, I used it once this week, I think. Okay, so I've been snapping a little bit. I haven't had a lot of feedback. I don't know if I'm really doing it right. Oh, I um, catch up with your ones. It's intri- I don't know. I find it. I find it really hard to create on it because I'll just I'd be like, "Is this interesting or not?" And I'm just I always go, "No, nah, this is crap. Who cares? No one wants to see this." Yeah, well, I, and I, I almost s- take a photo. I'm like, no. Let's leave it. I so. do think that too. I think, oh, well, nobody's going to care what I say. But um, I guess I do download it and I'm going to keep it for my own, like, so I can look back in 10 years and go, oh, that's what I was looking like when I had Oh, that's a good teeth. point. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, that's when I was young and sexy. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize but, it was but a time But what machine. do you think about the, uh, so I did a bit horizontal yesterday rather than vertical. Yeah, it was annoying. It was annoying? Yep. Damn. Okay, so... I uh, didn't see much benefit to it. Yeah, yeah. The only benefit to it is that when you transcode it onto uh, YouTube, it looks way better. Oh, yes, it would. So, it, but it's it's annoying. 
Um, so Cliff Ravenscraft started doing this. He switched to uh, horizontal for a bit to uh, for a couple of days to Check test it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only thing, the worst thing is the filters. So you know how the filters work, yeah. right? You swipe them across and it'll say where you are. You're in Auckland. Well, yeah. the filters don't switch orientation. So that oh, <laughs> so right. you're reading up the side of the screen, uh, the side yeah. of the screen or something. Um, so I don't know. I don't know whether that's a design flaw from the uh, Snapchat side of things, or you know, or are we overthinking it? But there's a great video, a fantastic video, which I will give you to put into the show notes, um, called oh, it's um, VVS Vertical Video Syndrome. All right. Oh, uh, we're gonna watch this after this. Okay. Um, but yeah, we'll put it in there because um, <laughs> at the beginning of my course. Uh, yesterday, the, the half-day workshop, uh, John from Semanjit, some some sort of um, agricultural product, I forget what it's called. All right. Um, yep. He goes, oh, yeah, because he, he's like, oh, I've just got a Facebook account. Doesn't know how to do anything technical at all. Though. Yeah, it's good because that's the people that these people are honing in on. Yeah, yeah. So he goes, um, I said to my son, oh, I'm going to take some videos in the field of of farmers and stuff um, and get their testimonials. He goes, but I just want a head and shoulders, so I thought I'd do it portrait. And his son's like, yeah, 18, 19, yeah. no, say no to the portrait. You know, you have yeah, to yeah. do it horizontal. And he goes, oh, long landscape, horizontal. He goes, why? He goes, just watch this video. He gave him this video, and it was, it's hilarious. So he showed it to me just before, and I was like, right, kicking off the workshop with this video. It's only a couple of minutes long, but it's oh, that's hilarious. Cool. It's got Muppets in it. Um, so Excellent. <laughs> that's what you need. Vertical, if you, if yeah, you just Google vertical video syndrome if you haven't got a, access to the link. Anyway, so um, uh, that's pretty much all I have, I that, think. Yep, that's about it. We've got Chris's old hoarded letter time. Oh, okay. Let's do that. This is just addressed to you. I don't know where it's from. Oh, God. Could be anything. Could be. When's it from? Does it have a date? Yeah, it'll have a date. Yep, you pick a date. What do you think it is? Oh well, no, I I think it's obvious because we've had things from around the same date the whole time, so it's probably two thousand six. No, two thousand nine. Oh, okay, it's a recent one. It's a credit card account statement for you. Uh well, we probably don't want to go there. Um, two thousand nine. I wasn't doing too bad in two thousand nine. I don't think. No, you're doing all right. I think. You've um Is there any interesting purchases on there? <laughs> oh hang on, yeah, hang on. Yeah. There's, oh there's heaps of purchases. <laughs> okay, let's go. <laughs> um, Why did I say that? Why I was gonna get there. I, I was that? gonna get there. Uh, you didn't um, even think of that. No, nah, you you did you must have been on the booze at Stumble Inn, New Plymouth. Uh you spent a bit of money there. Uh Oh, here we go. Of the oh, so I went to a karate camp down there. Okay, That was cool. probably the last time I fought. Oh, no, not the last time I fought, but yeah, okay. You've obviously been paying for courses and stuff because you paid $131 for .comsecrets.com. Yep. yep. That, that was a subscription, so that was a monthly. Yeah, and then <laughs> Mike Fuslami.com? Mike Fulsame. Ron Cockacoma, New York. Yeah, that's another subscription. Uh, there's another one here for Glazer Kennedy yeah, Incorporated. Yeah, subscription. Yeah, and Namecheap.com. Oh, that's just a um, yeah. um, domain name. Domain name. Let's have a look. Um, keywordrockstar.com. Oh, my gosh. You yeah. busted out 13 hundy for that, that app. 
You know, I never used that. I, I that I've does still not got surprise it on my me. Computer, I, and I don't think it even works anymore. Like, you don't. It's not as important now as when I bought it, but I thought I was going to make a fortune out of it. But no, never you, used it. There's some amazing names here: Valve Hoofdorf. Oh, Valve. That's Steam. Yeah, but back then it was not. Didn't come up as Steam. No, yeah, well, back then it seventy-five dollars. So there's some awesome gaming going on there. Uh, that would be a pre-order of probably Dragon Age Origins. I'm guessing. Oh, and then further down, it does have Steam games on this other one for fourteen dollars. Weird. Overcome everything. Everything. Sorry. Forty-one sixty-one. That sounds amazing. Overcome everything. I think that might be a book. Yep, I think it must be. And then getresponse.com is your monthly fee of twenty four ninety seven. So, yeah. I, I oh, hang on. Here's another one. Strategic Profits. Oh, yeah. That's a uh, monthly. Oh, that's 92. And then the American Writers. And Artisans. Yeah. They got some, They got 270. So That was a course. I wonder which one that was. I wonder. Everyone wonders. I wonder if you did it. Who cares? I, um, I did do the course. Um, yeah, it is interesting to look back and go, Holy crap! I was hemorrhaging money like it. It's a, yeah, it's so interesting looking at it seven years later instead of um, looking at it when the statement turned up. But hey, it's giving us content for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to find out more about us, you can check us out at the Chris and Sam dot com, where all the show notes are. You can make sure you check us out on Facebook. We'd love a like or a comment or a share. And yeah, join us on Twitter. We'll make sure we uh, appear on Twitter a little bit more because we haven't had a tweet in five days. Um, We've had heaps of tweets. I've just looked today and it's like the last tweet was five days ago. Uh, it's doing seven tweets a day for every day and I saw four yesterday. So um, I don't think your Twitter's working there, Chris. Or uh, you're in the wrong account. Mind you, it did say the you're... last tweet was from me. So Yeah. Maybe it's just looking at my tweet. That's weird. Okay. Anyway. anyway, there are tweets. That's why we're getting. <laughs> that's why we've got over eight hundred followers. Yeah, actually, you got um, Chris and Sam podcast is overtaking Chris Hanlon. Finally, finally, finally. But you know, gee, what 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 does that say? Um, I am off to Wellington uh, in a couple of hours. Um, so we'll hear all about that next week. And yeah, how we'll hear Wellington about that next week. I was going to say, if you're in Wellington, we'll catch up this weekend, but you won't hear this until after I leave. So yep, like, good planning there, Chris. Oh, yeah, good. Yeah, damn. All right. <laughs> On that note and Chris's um, brain spasm, we better go. <laughs> until next week, I'm Sam. And I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoy the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friends.